Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Music of Life Church podcast. We're going to discuss the Fruit of the Spirit episode. If you haven't heard it, please give it a listen. We're going to break down the episode so you can help people who've been hurt by this topic. I'm Pastor Jonathan here with Pastor Joel. Hey, Pastor Joel. Hey, Pastor Jonathan. What did you think about this episode? That was great. You know, I spent a long time last year going through the fruits of the spirit as a sermon series at music at church kimberly we did 20 weeks on it mm-hmm. that's almost half the year and for everything we learned in there i feel like this episode did a really great job of encapsulating the main point of these fruits without getting into the weeds of we i mean we could we could do an entire season on the fruits of the spirit but i feel really good about this as far as you know just kind of giving an overview of the benefit of the fruits of the spirit as a whole and how they can be this great guide and measure for how well and how poorly I'm taking direction from God. Start in whatever direction you need to. You know, depending on your uniqueness, maybe you're somebody who wants to just start with how am I hindering the Holy Spirit so that you can grow in hindering him less. Maybe you're somebody who wants to start with, I want to see how well I'm allowing the Holy Spirit flow through me so that I can grow in having him flow through me more. But either way, we need to, we, you know, either way, either way works, either way ought to address what are my strengths and what are my weaknesses in my ability to allow the Holy Spirit to work through my life. That's what this all comes down to is the Holy Spirit working through my life in order to accomplish God's will. It's, it's amazing. I think this is huge. Can you give us an overview of the strict and the loose perspective yeah the strict side is just forgive jonathan do it do the you know be patient forgive and show mercy to that person be kind you know what jonathan be good to these people be faithful be meek do those things just focusing on the behavior and you know, it because this is in line with like the human thought process and how us humans like to go A to B, we like to accomplish things as quickly as possible, get through it, just do the thing. We miss the main point, which is the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And we yeah. just skip right to the effect, which is do the fruit, do the fruit, do the fruit. Yeah. The loose side just removes all tension altogether removes all the responsibility of it and says, well, I'm a Christian. I'm born of the spirit. That means the implication is I have these fruits in my life. Have you ever been patient even one time? Right there. Yeah. That's your proof. That's your proof. So yep, you're, you, got you, it. Have, you're, you have the fruits. Don't, don't worry about it. Versus right. the the limitation side is well, what do I do? Worry about it. Worry about yeah. it. <laughs> do it and do it as much as you possibly can. Yeah, yeah. Love, have joy, have right. peace, have patience. Do it, do it, do it, do it. 
We can when simplify you do it, this. do it more. Yeah, we can simplify this so much is, is really just helping people. And this is the benefit of causality. One of the tools to determine truth is when you have the cause of this. We, we have the cause. The cause, this is all about taking direction from the Holy Spirit. That's it. The fruits are a benefit in helping us measure that. We should be more focused on the Holy Spirit through this list and not more focused on the fruits. When we look at the fruits, they ought to help us go back to allowing the Holy Spirit to flow through us more. Nice. When I go, man, and that's why it's this, it's, I love this idea of looking at it in terms of a diagnostic tool to focus again, to refocus you back on the causes Yeah, because the cause is the Holy Spirit. So if I want this to come out of my life more It's not through a bunch of effort that these things are going to come out of me. Right. Man, I need more love in my life. You know what? I'm going to start going to homeless shelters and volunteering and doing all of this and doing all of that because sure, I'm loving, but that's not a fruit of the spirit unless God is directing me to do those things, unless the Holy Spirit is leading me in those things by grace. Right. So even the diagnostic tool where I'm asking myself, do I look to forgive? Do I keep my word? Do I make other people's situation better? Do I show my humility and admit my weaknesses around people? Am I in control? These are really these questions. Yeah, they're focusing on my behavior. But what it does is it ought to help me start figuring out. There's something in me blocking the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. There's some, there's something, a belief, a tradition, some damage within me that's blocking the flow of God in my life and through my life. And that's what these questions ought to get. Ought to get to is finding that, finding whatever it is that's blocking God so I can fix that thing so that once again, I can grow and allow in the Holy Spirit to flow through my life. Mm. So what would you say if someone said to you, Pastor Joel, you you know, you said the fruit of the spirit is a diagnostic tool. You're just trying to help people focus on these tools rather than the creator of the tool. If somebody was to judge me in that, what I'd do is just, you know, I'd just try to ask them some questions. It's like, did you actually listen to the entire episode? Have you listened to my entire sermon? What did I say that made you feel or think that? Those are some questions I could ask that person. Yeah. I just think any time, and I'm starting to realize this more as time goes on, and this is definitely for um, the people who are listening to this podcast, because the more faithful you are, I think, in listening and applying this information, the more answers you have. And so you can explain things to other people, things that people feel are unexplainable, where it's like the Holy Spirit, you know, the how this all works is is grace through the holy spirit the right and just holy spirit like right there is just so many answers and these fruit are effects this goes back to the you know we are more focused on the tree and the roots yeah of the tree and the fruit like as the words of jesus are is jesus said that it is a diagnostic tool yeah he did 
right? Where it's yeah. like a good true bear, bear a good tree bears good fruit, right? Right. right. Like that's that's a diagnostic tool Jesus just gave us. Right. It was his tool. We didn't invent it. Right. Fruit is a diagnostic tool when you look at when you look at our fruit is an effect. And when you look at the fruit, that method of looking at things, the tree and the fruit is a way to measure someone's progress. Right. So like we we've talked about in the depression episode and and some of the stuff when we got into the thought processes that. God created our brain in a way where when our thought process isn't working the way it intended, or when a wrench gets thrown into the system, we feel unsettled, or depressed, anxious, and we likened it to a check engine light in your car, right? The, the check engine light is just an effect. It's just showing you that something's wrong. There yeah. is a cause in you that's wrong that needs to be fixed. Yes. You could look at, you know for those of you who have cars and I know many or all of you probably do, there are more lights than just the check engine light. (laughs) That's kind of like what this is. It's like, here's, here's a bunch of different lights that can go on or off depending on how well you're flown in the Holy spirit. It's like, Oh man, I'm having a hard time. I've, I have some issues with this, but maybe I'm holding a grudge against somebody. Mm -hmm. I'm lacking patience with this person. Mm. I have a grudge against them. They did something wrong to me in my past. It's really hard for me to let the Holy Spirit flow through this person. It's an example of how this diagnostic tool can work. It's like, you know what? I have a patience issue with them. I bet you if I forgive them, I'm going to be able to allow God to work through me more powerfully through the through and to this person. So that's just in one example of this. It's like, oh man, what I have this issue with the, you know, there's you know, one of my relatives, him and I, you know, he asked me, you know, he asked me to do something for him. I said I would do it. And I still haven't. Hmm. I haven't kept my word with this person. I haven't been kind to them, you know, allowing, keeping my word and keeping my commitments. What does that often lead us to do? This person that I said I would do something for, and it's taken me too long and I'm procrastinating. A lot of times in my flesh, it causes me to want to avoid that person. Therefore, I'm stopping the flow of the Holy Spirit towards this person. It can be, it's as simple as that. It's like, it's nine areas in your life that the Holy Spirit will manifest itself in nine areas in your life where if you aren't able to do these behaviors, you are hindering the flow of the Holy Spirit. And the place where you started from, and that's, I love how this was written is it starts with love. Yeah. Love should be flowing out of you towards every single person as a believer in Jesus. Right. The power of the Holy spirit in its full force is love. Yeah. Right. The greatest is love. The greatest of these things, faith, hope, and love those just forever, but the greatest is love. Right. So we start from love. Yeah. Are you in that interaction towards that person manifesting the fullness of love towards them? Right. Uh, no. No. So then what do you do? What we're saying is there is a method in this verse that you can go 
and find out where that's stalled. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want that? That's just why don't yeah, people why don't people want that? I don't know. I and honestly, I don't know. Maybe maybe they haven't heard this the explanation of the fruits of the spirit in this in this manner. But I think it makes us more responsible. You know, once that check engine light comes on, it's harder for me. Like now I have, now it's on me to make the decision to bring my car to the mechanic. 100%. I'd rather, you know what, just pull the, pull the light bulb out. I don't want to see it. And I can just drive around pretending everything's fine. Yeah. So in order to help people who've been hurt by this topic, what we need to do is we need to, to have the definitions for this word. Yeah. And we need to be able to, you know, ask them these questions to help apply this to their life. Right. Is there anything else in that that we would need in terms of the fruit to be able to help someone navigate? Of course, having the right definitions behind each of these fruits is going to be reparative. But also trying to help people recognize when you find an area you're struggling in, it doesn't mean you're not a Christian. Hmm. It doesn't mean you're not allowing the Holy Spirit to flow through you. Just because I have, let's say, a patience issue doesn't mean I've never loved or I've never experienced joy. But with the growth mindset principle and what I would share in the fruits of the spirit is this. When you find the areas where you're hindering the Holy Spirit, that should be celebrated. Not the fact that you hindered the Holy Spirit, but the fact that now you have the information you need to grow through that. Hmm. Someone with a growth mindset sees these areas they're confronted in purely as information. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you see, oh, I'm struggling to see how I'm exhibiting any of these in my life, that's fine. Start growing now. Start getting better at hearing from God and taking direction from him more now and grow in these areas. If anything, now you have a lot of things out in front of you that you can measure your growth in as well. That's amazing. Yeah, I'd I'd start by understanding these and then I would and then you know try to help people differentiate between trying not to get in condemnation over the areas where they're struggling and just embrace the conviction of the confrontation. Charge into the confrontation, lean into it. When you're confronted in an area where you're struggling and where you're weak and where you're wrong, your first step. And best step and a step you're going to eventually have to take at some time. So why not do it right away? <laughs> right. Is to understand what the issue is. I go would, after and I, it. And I would, I would go right back to self-control there. When someone confronts you, do you have yeah. the ability to control yourself from going towards the, I'm a terrible person. Right. Uh, yeah. It's like, if someone, if, if, when I am immediately confronted in an area that I'm wrong in and I go to, I must be a bad person, that shows that I have a self-control issue. In, in that area, yes. At least in that area. 
So if you're Which like, I, if, if I'm sitting there going, man, I suck at all of these. I'm terrible. I don't feel qualified. Okay, fine. Maybe, maybe you do. You're still saved. Let's like, like, let's get that off the table. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what you're saying. You have the Holy spirit. We need to exhibit more of these fruit. Right. As the Holy spirit leads us. And we need to unblock the Holy spirit. Start at self-control. Right. And see what happens. And what's, what's going to tend to happen is you start from the beginning the the fruit and fruits that you actually are already have grown in and through are going to be really easy to get through and you're going to hit the wall at the fruit that you're struggling with and now you've found it again so yeah that's great advice pjs you know understanding all uh, each and all of these is great and that's definitely a good starting point but as far as applying them start with Start with self-control and progress to the ones that require more of the Holy Spirit and less of you. Because that's really another way to see this is it's a it's a measure of sanctification as well. Hmm. The more we're the more we're able to grow from self-control to love, the more sanctified we are. That's awesome. So what I want to do is I want to play the connect the doctrine game. So in the God's will series, how is fruit of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit connected with God's will? Well, this one is, is simple. I'm not going to get into the weeds of each of the fruit. This simply comes back to once again, like I said, at the beginning of the, what the flock episode is, the manner in which God's will is accomplished is through and by the Holy spirit. Nice. That's how God's will is going to happen. How God's will does happen is through and by the Holy spirit. So these fruits of the spirit are just really measuring how well a person is or isn't facilitating God's will. Amazing. I was, I was also thinking, that you know god's will happens through people with spiritual value yeah with people who are on the right side of justice right god's will happens by he moves according to justice in response to justice well one of the things to look at with this list is these are all these fruit all have different currency related nice yeah Right. Yeah. So self-control is like a buck. Yeah. <laughs> and meekness is like two bucks or, you know, and then faithfulness is like four bucks. And yeah, there's like this multiple. Yeah, yeah. There's cause I know that in God's, in God's world, I know that multiplication is like, he's a spiritual multiplier. Yeah, it's not. He's fun. It's not. He's not adding. It's like, no, 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 no. no. We're multiplying, baby. Big, big value. So when we get to love, there's when we love other people, there is mega amounts of justice that moves in our favor. Oh, yeah. 
So that's how we can help God's will happen is where in Christianity, everything goes back to, you know, loving God and other people. And when you're not loving and when you take confess and repent, when you don't, you know, take direction from God, yeah. God is always going to direct us to be loving right. the, the people around us. And, and and really all the preceding eight fruits after love are all the ways that we hinder ourselves from loving. Absolutely. And when I love, I am also, I need to have self-control. I need to have meekness. Yeah. I need to have faithfulness and goodness and all of those to, to the point of the multiplication. Yeah. When I love all of those fruit come with it. Yeah. So that's where it's like, man, if we really want to see God's will accomplished, we, again, we, we got to be the best lovers. Yeah. Yeah. We got to be known for that. That's what it comes down to. Awesome. Well, that's fun. Can we talk about the three categories of people that you referenced and how they handle this topic in the church relative to their self-esteem? Yeah. I'm going to take a little a little shot at how I would describe this self-esteem. I'd, I'd say a person with low self-esteem is out of control. They don't have self-control or Ooh, not nice. that they have never exhibited self-control, but right. generally speaking, this person in response to confrontation, in response to their growth, in response to tension is not going to be generally speaking is not going to be in control they're going to be in meaning this they're going to be blaming other people for their issues and they're going to be trying to buck the tension and responsibility of whatever it is they're supposed to be doing the mid self-esteem steam people mid self-esteem people are at least in control nice they have control over their lives control enough where they are able to make the right decision for themselves based on the situation they're in up to and including leaving an abusive situation. Mm. If they're not getting the answers to, well, how do I live out the other fruits? I've got control. One of the, one of the effects of that is I'm able to ask you the questions I'm asking you in order to help me grow more. Mm. So that's where I'd say a mid self-esteem is someone who's going to be exhibiting self-control and likely is able to intentionally do the other fruits of the spirit on purpose, whether these things have become natural to them to allow the Holy Spirit to flow through them in these areas is probably likely not. But they do have this ability to intentionally effort this control in these areas. And then the people that we're impressed with, these are people with high self-esteem. These are people who have so much control. They're able to give up control to the God to give up control to God mm -hmm. and allow God to flow through them to exhibit any and all of these fruits of the spirit. Awesome. Now that doesn't mean this person doesn't have areas to grow in. They're still going to have situations where it's not as natural for them to take direction from God, where they still have residual issues and, you know, different people, different contexts where they still have damage and tradition that they still need to work through. But generally speaking, these people, their, their plan for happiness, their method of, of living their life is to 
let God bring them happiness and allow God to work through them. Awesome. That's great. And finally, can you remind us once more what the ultimate answer is? The fruit of the spirit is a progression of how much God's power is flowing through you. And the fruit of the spirit is a measure of how much a person limits God's will. So we, if we're helping people who've been hurt by this topic, one of the best things that we can do is help people understand the causes of the fruit of the spirit and use the diagnostic tool to help people around us use it as a tool, as a, as a measure, as a proof of where someone's at, right. In order to help them grow in the Holy spirit, to have more of the Holy spirit work through them. Awesome. Thank you so much, Pastor Joel. Thank you to everyone who's listening. This has been the Music of Life Church podcast. If you have any questions or comments or you'd like to hear a certain topic, please let us know. We'll see you next time.